you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Bill's Pipes, and Shades of Grey Helmet Painting, as well as Just One Helmets. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, but with me on the line, we've got the winner of the Vegas Arena Cross, Jared Stanky is on the line. How's it going, Jared? Oh man, I'm beautiful, man. How are you? Not too bad, and only four days removed from your first overall victory in arena cross action. Uh, it took you f- three years to get it, but uh, it just it, it for that reason it would taste just so sweet. Uh, Got to think that uh, you're still on cloud nine. Oh yeah, I am for sure. You know, uh, it is my first win. Uh, it's actually my first overall win, and I got my first main event win earlier this season too. So uh, it's a good year for me this year, and. Uh, it took three years, but hey, that's okay. I can only go uphill from there. Right on. You've been on uh, KTM's for a couple of years now, at least, and uh, just just putting in the laps on the Arena Cross series. It's a very active series, a lot of events, uh, and you, you got to be on point in some of the biggest whoops out there. Um, tell us a little bit about your program. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, this is uh, my first year racing the ktm in arena cross oh, okay. I, I raced uh, kawasaki previous years um i switched because of money reasons uh the ktm contingency is way better and uh yeah you know the, the ktm it is a great bike the, the kawasaki was a good bike as well but the ktm all around is a better bike through, through the whoops i mean the arena cross whoops are massive compared to supercross whoops and the ktm had no problem going right through those things for sure, absolutely. Uh, you seem at home on the orange machine, having only been on it for uh, for a year. It's uh, shocking to find out because you you definitely seem at home on it. Uh, you run the number eight on your uh, on your bike this year. Uh, did you uh, increase your uh, your overall ranking, and you'll you'll drop that uh, that number for next year's series? Uh, no, I I actually went a little backwards. I went to ninth place overall, but. You know, we lost Tyler Bowers in the championship, but we gained four dudes that are just as good as Tyler Bowers, such as Gavin Faith, Chris Blos, Bobby Canary, and Matt Gerke. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can't say I went backwards just because I went from eighth place overall to ninth place overall. I mean, I got two wins this year. I got an overall win. Um, it, I'd say it's a lot more stacked field this year than it was last year. So it's even though I went backwards, I'm still pretty happy with myself. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Supercross guys like Gerke and Blos and Faith and well, this year uh, of course Kyle Regal, uh, your champion, was was more on point than ever. Uh, yeah, yeah the, the injection of those those four guys uh, basically uh, like it's it's good. It's a good thing to see, but also uh, poses a bigger challenge for yourself. Uh, going into the season, uh, how welcoming were you to those uh, new competitors? Oh, uh, you know, I, I believe I'm one of the nicest guys out there in arena cross for sure, willing to help anyone at all times. Um, it is nice having those guys there because it helps out the sport so much more, you know, like seeing, seeing four of those guys come in, they're like, Oh wow. You know, that 
arena cross is stepping up, getting four four dudes from Supercross coming over. It it helps it helps out the arena cross a lot. For sure. Now there's some unique um aspects about the arena cross series you guys do a points chase system where uh, after a certain number of rounds the points are basically reset uh the leader of course getting a little bit of a head start and everyone else brought down to pretty much the same level uh you were part of that chase this year i believe the year previous you might have been uh, uh out of it but either way um you're able to compete in that as well as you guys have the inversion which i'm sure you're probably not a huge fan of if you've ever been on the back row uh right. so what about those changes do you like and um, like how have they played in your favor as, as well as where, when have they uh, uh, had you muttering under your breath? Um, yeah, the, in 2013 was the first year I did arena cross and actually none of those features were in effect. So um, I got to case a little bit of both sides of it and I finished uh, 10th overall that my first year in arena cross. So I was technically in the hunt for the championship but not at the same time because they didn't restart the points i was so far back and then the second the second year i did it last year in 2014 uh, i was in the race to the championship and you know and the, the resetting of the points how they do that is the last five rounds basically we all go in with so i think the leader has eight points and then second place is six points and then goes from like five four three two two one one all the way down to tenth and it, it helps out some of the dudes like myself that are around the 10th through 6th place range um, to get back in that hunt for the top three. And also, like, the, the suitcases, that you know, that, that doesn't help most riders that win the race at all, you know, because they go up there and they have to pick a suitcase, either 0, 8, or 16, and they could win the race, and then they could go up there and draw suitcase 16 and have dead last gate pick in the second main event and just be screwed for the second main event. Well, fortunately, you haven't uh, had to come across that. Uh, I believe your moto victories are in the second moto, so uh, not having to gone up and uh, uh, pick that that dreaded sixteen or anything like that. Um, arena cross racing is extremely tight. Uh, how does uh, what type of uh, skills are arena cross specific? I notice uh, how you guys attack jumps, how you guys corner is a little bit different than how you would a supercross track. Uh, of course, most of the time you're probably practicing on supercross tracks. How do you have to dial yourself in differently on race day? Um, you know, the, the whole key is just to stay focused. It's easy to get distracted with how much goes on and how quick the day is. Um, you know, it, it just everything happens so fast from practice starting at 12 in the afternoon to the night show starting at 7 o'clock it's all you all got you got to be on your game the whole entire time from practice to the heat races to both main events you have to be on the game focusing and just keep keep what you do on the off week off on the practice tracks keep that in your mind and just know you got it in the back of your head and just ride consistent laps all night so as of 2014 arena cross has been dubbed the Road to Supercross, Ricky Carmichael's Road to Supercross, and uh, that has injected a lot of uh, younger athletes who uh, have come in to uh, compete uh, during the night show, as well as uh, come in during time qualifying and uh, qualify through the night show to uh, not necessarily race it, but uh, just uh, trade paint with you guys a little bit, learn from the professionals that are, uh, are doing it so well. Um, how have you seen those guys coming through? Uh, are you you welcoming to the, uh, the the different guys that have come in a little like for one-off races or I guess two or three races at a time? 
yeah, you know, some of the younger kids, they come in, they have to do um, three races, and uh, some of them are pretty cool, and some of them are a little uh, scared of the arena cross riders, I think, um, because of just they go and race, or ride practice, sorry, and uh, just qualify, and then they don't race during the night show, which I think is uh, kind of scaredy boyish. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, some of those guys, like Aaron Plessinger, he came last year. He uh, he made a big statement at Arena Cross going out there and racing like he should. And uh, R.J. Hampshire and Jordan Smith, all, all those three kids, they came in and made a big statement uh, in Arena Cross and uh, showed, showed them what, what should be done in Ricky Carmichael's Road to Supercross. Come through, dominate a few rounds if you can, and then go race Supercross and make a name for yourself. 100%. Now, like, uh, as far as the road to Supercross side of things, uh, do you think that they should, like, as it stands right now, uh, all a rider has to do is uh, qualify for the night show, uh, three night shows, and they're in. Uh, they've qualified for a, a Supercross license. Do you feel like there's a certain number of points that they should have to accrue over a certain amount of events um, to, 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 to kind of validate that, uh, that they're going out and racing and gaining that those gate drops and experiences? Yeah, see, I think I don't think they're gaining much experience by just having to qualify through practice, and then they don't even have to race. Yeah, they the way I feel it should be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just just stay at home and practice. I mean, we, us guys that are in the the top ten for arena cross class, we're we're racing for a living here. I mean, we we all this is where we make our riv- a living is in arena cross. Um, you know, so to have some of those kids come in here and and mess with some of us, it. It doesn't really bother any of us, but, you know, especially the ones that come in and just practice, it's like you're taking away from other riders that want to be there. And then, you know, it's, I think you should, they should change it to where you have to race the lights class and you have to earn a certain amount of points out of the lights class. Not, not really just make a night show in AX class saying you have to make the main event in the lights class and you have to get this certain amount of points before you can go to Ricky Carmichael's Road to Supercross. Right on. Uh, through Arena Cross, uh, you're bound to uh, bump into uh, one of your competitors at some point or another throughout the season. Uh, do you have any rivals out on the track? Are there any guys that uh, you, you seem to come together with more often than not? Uh, you said you're a pretty friendly guy out on the track, but uh, we've, we've known that Arena Cross racers at times can have a bit of a snarl. Um, who is it that that uh, that races that you kind of butt heads with a little bit, or uh, who did you have a um, an altercation with this year on the track? Oh, uh, for sure, one of the, the other nicest guys on the track, Kanairi. Uh, we're we're really good friends on and off the track, and uh, you know, no matter no matter what it seemed to be, whether if I started next to him or he started next to me, we'd always uh, come together in the first corner and tangle up and fall with each other, or we always seemed to be a uh, racing each other in, uh, around halfway point after the series. Uh, it was always just me and Canary. He'd pass me, I'd pass him, flip-flop, vice versa through each race. It was, uh, it was fun racing with him, and it's, uh, it was good battles. All right, All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You, too, can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. 
and did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Indigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys who are building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. 
and I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. So other than the fact that you're on KTM motorcycles, which uh, the Supercross uh, guys have proven are very capable motorcycles, of course, I don't think you're on the factory edition, but nevertheless, great bike, and they've improved it uh, vastly since, uh, uh, since 2011. Um, who else helps you out from as far as sponsors go week to week, uh, and uh, as well as who's uh, spinning wrenches on your bike? Um, right now, the, our main sponsor is Motorsport.com. You know, this, the whole the whole arena cross season, I couldn't have done it without them. Um, also, Lowerman MX, uh, Hassica Racing, uh, Fly Gear, Scott Goggles, Yoshimura Pipes, No Toilet Air Filters, uh, Ankle Saver Foot Pegs. You know, just everyone else. My mom and dad. Uh, I couldn't do it without any of them, for sure. Hundred percent. Was it that your mom that answered the phone when I first called you? <laughs> yeah, it was. I was actually uh, <laughs> feeding uh, my sister's little baby. He's uh, ten months. First time having some fish tacos for him. Fair enough. Well, that's uh, it is Cinco de Mayo, so uh, fish tacos <laughs> is most likely on uh, on the, on the menu for most people, uh, especially down in uh, in California. Um, do you call California home uh, year round, or uh, if not, where where do you originally call home from? Yeah, you know, I'm originally from uh, Northern California, and uh, I grew up a lot racing in uh, the Pacific Northwest, uh, Oregon and Washington, racing Washougal, PIR stuff like that. And uh, you know, really, I consider my home from from Sacramento on north all the way up to Vancouver, Washington. I'd say that the whole this whole little West Coast part, I, I like to call that home. So, based on the fact that you're a NorCal guy and you race arena cross, what's your best Jeff Northrup story? Um, you know, I'm I'm not too familiar with Northrup. I mean, I obviously <laughs> know who he is and uh, yeah. and and everything, and he's a, he's a good rider and a great ambassador to the sport. And I I believe he uh he just signed a new deal or something is working somewhere new, other than where last place I heard him working at. And uh, yeah, he's a good guy. Right on. Yeah, no, no bad things to be said about uh, NorCal. He uh, came up and raced uh, up in Canada quite often. Uh, yep. What uh, What is your plans for the uh, the off season? Obviously, uh, you gotta stay fresh on the bike. Um, any chance we'll see you at any uh, outdoor nationals, or uh, maybe even come up to Canada for a round or two? Well, you know, I, I actually did put my name in a in a few opening spots for the Canadian nationals. Uh, Unfortunately, they all got uh, denied, but that's okay. Um, I just I just plan on doing the same thing I kind of did last year. I go, I go to Mexico three or four times a year to race, and I try to hit all the, the local money races, but uh, I got something in the works with uh, the Thermotech Coolant Yamaha team uh, as in uh, racing a YZ125 two-stroke on some of the outdoor nationals. Really? 
Yeah, if you're, that's if you're really East cool, Coast, man. I think, uh, uh, that's a that's a great story. Tell me a little bit more about that. Um, yeah, you know the the last race here in Vegas, um, Jeremy from Cool at Thermotech Yamaha was uh, down, and Mike Pfizer at Mike Pfizer Photo, um, he works from as well, and we we're all just talking, you know, talking about outdoors and thinking, man, it would be so fun to do outdoors. And Jeremy was talking about, yeah, I'm going to a few of them. First one's at Muddy Creek. And then uh, he shows me a picture on his phone of a just a bitch in 125. I mean, absolutely everything done to it. And I said, man, that, that thing would be so fun to rip around. And he's like, well, dude, I'm going to Muddy Creek. Let's do it. And I was like, well, I mean, do you really want to? He's like, dude, we'll make something happen. And I said, all right, let's put it together. And and as of there, we shook hands as, as Muddy Creek is the first round we're showing up at uh, on the one one twenty five. A buck and a quarter uh, on in a racing against the two fifties. Uh, those are some high high octane motorcycles, but uh, it'll be fun nevertheless. Uh, when was the last time you were on a one twenty five two stroke? Oh geez, I mean, I fortunate I was I was fortunate enough to grow up on a one twenty five two stroke. My dad got me one when I was. Uh, 15 years old in 2007 and uh, I raced the 125 two-stroke all the way up until I joined the pro class and uh, when I was 18 you know, so I raced it for three three solid years from all in the intermediate class to right before pro and I really enjoy it it's, it's, it's a good bike and it's fun to ride absolutely agree with you my friend uh by as, as an owner of one myself uh although being 200 pounds on one doesn't really uh doesn't really help all that much, but uh, you're probably a couple pounds lighter than me. Uh, my the, my football player frame uh, doesn't exactly uh, equate to uh, being fast on a 125, but uh, abusing the clutch sure is fun. Yeah, you, you're stretching it out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. Uh, but uh, so, do you plan on doing any schools or lessons for riders throughout your off season, uh, or or? Other than that, do you do you get a regular job during the summertime? Um, you know, my dad he owns his, my dad owns his own tree trimming business. Uh, every once in a while, I help him. You know, but the whole dad working with son thing. You know, the sons don't really like it, enjoy it too yeah, much. And I know that I, one. Yeah, I try to just make my my living racing. Honestly, um, I try to go weekend to weekend, just keep racing every single weekend out of the year, and. Uh, I am trying to put together some some schools. Um, a good buddy of mine, Eric Swan, he is owner of the uh, Swan Pound in Santa Cruz, California, and uh, he just had a bunch of Red Bull guys up there with mountain bikes, building trails, and uh, he's got a whole facility up there. We're trying to start up like a little uh, a weekend camp once a month type deal where we can get some kids up there, train them. He has a full-on pit bike track, you know, just do everything like a whole weekend camp thing and get some kids motivated to race no doubt so this moto that you won uh at the end of this series last moto of the year uh there's a lot riding on that particular moto um jacob hayes didn't actually need to win that moto to uh secure the championship but uh on the in the second corner or i guess uh yeah second corner that you guys are after the after the whoop section there uh he decided that uh he wanted to make a pretty aggressive move there um yeah. Care to comment on uh, on the on the the pass? I'm sure you've seen it on Instagram or another uh, way of watching it, as well as uh, like, did did you see the the move? Were you sorry to see that his yeah. uh, his bike quit on him? Yeah, you know, um, I didn't see it 
personally until watching videos because I was out front. But, um, you know, I, I'm good friends with both of them, Kyle Regal and Jacob Hayes. And, uh, you know, I, I believe Hayes going in the second moto had a one-point lead, and all he had to do was finish behind behind Regal, just right on his tail, which he was right behind him. And, I mean, he made a silly move to go in there and try to torpedo the guy, and he he basically ruined it for himself. He did a, let's say, an amateur move on the first lap. Yeah, that's uh, not not the uh, not the move of a champion uh, or a championship contender. But either way, uh, he said that he he would do it again if he had the chance. It's just unfortunate that he. Uh, he said he'd take him out again if he got the chance. He said that, yeah. Oh wow! I mean, the post... that's not very smart. I mean, you saw what happened the first time. Yeah, I just uh, he was just more or less upset that uh, the 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 impact uh, broke the. Uh, I guess it was within the water cooler uh cap or the the guess like the uh water pump uh cap smashed on the kawasaki and uh yeah that spelt the the end of his day um unfortunate wow. like i i uh i would have def I'm, I'm not uh a motocross coach but i would definitely have suggested that he uh just kind of get on uh regal's tail and uh, he could have had the championship for himself but uh good on you for getting that championship man and uh good on you for being able to take that pull of uh i believe it was uh what were you drinking in the uh in the pit area there because you took a pretty oh, long pull on that fireball. That fireball, fireball that's what it sure. was and uh how was that <laughs> um you know after coming right off the moto and not even having a, a drink of water it was pretty harsh <laughs> no kidding well, right on, man. I hope that you had an awesome weekend in Vegas. Uh, we'll have to keep keep tabs on you again, have you on uh, to talk about maybe some outdoor series stuff. Definitely after Muddy Creek. Uh, cool, man. I'd love to see how, how you did. But uh, thanks for doing this. Really appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, one more time, if, if you can, throw down those sponsors for us and uh, anyone else that you'd like to thank. Oh, yeah. For sure, motorsport.com, Lowerman MX, Hassaker Racing, uh, Air MX Suspension, Fly Racing, Scott Goggles, Ankle Savers, No Toil, Yoshimura, Wear Gloves, Lovanos Racing, my mom and dad and my girlfriend. Well, right on, man. I really appreciate you taking some time today. Uh, get back to Cinco de Mayo and uh, look forward to hearing more from you. Cool, man. Thanks for having me on here. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.